Are you really ready for some super dy dy dynamite time? Come with it. Get loud with it. Good. Yeah. Alright, welcome back to the show. What's up, Mike? How's it going? What's going on, Jay? Welcome How's back. It? Yeah, man. It's good to be back, bro. It's good to be back. I don't know if you got a chance to listen to the last episode where we had our good friend Joe on, but it was yeah, a very you, good I show. I heard you chopping it up with uh, with Joe. I heard you chopping yeah. it up. Thanks, Joe, to coming on the show. Yeah, definitely. We'll have them back on. But today, man, we going hard in the paint today, man. We're not pulling no punches. It's not going to be a lovey-dovey show. As we said in our first show together, we said we're going to hit those hard-hitting topics. And, hey, we got blessed with some content uh, within the last few days. Does that mean I'm allowed to cuss? <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave that up to you, brother. I'll leave that up to you, man. <laughs> However it happens, we strive for authenticity. So uh, yeah. you know, if, sometimes if, it comes out too real, too right, authentic. Right. If off my chest mic comes out, you know, just just give me a warning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that pit bull gonna come out. All right, well, oh, what's no. up, man? Let's get this thing, let's get this thing going. The big news, breaking news out of Las Vegas. They uh John Gruden decided to resign from the Las Vegas Raiders. Emails that surfaced somehow how did these emails just come out of nowhere everyone saying emails from 10 years ago where he said something about Demari smith is that his name yeah. Demari smith? yeah yeah Demari smith um so doing a little research it it appears to be that um back in july july of 2020 15 women accused uh, and this are this actual article on uh, Fox Five DC. Uh, Fifteen women alleged sexual harassment and verbal abuse by former Washington football team employees at Redskins Park in Ashburn, Virginia. So I'm 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 assuming that's where this would all stem from. I mean, okay, this would be the root. All right, now this investigation, I believe it was between six hundred and six hundred and fifty thousand emails that were investigated and somehow John Gruden's emails to Redskins personnel or I'm sorry Washington football team personnel there's some emails spanning between 2011 to 2018 at the time when he was not an employee of the NFL when he was still a color analyst for ESPN yeah that's what I'm that's the facts that is mm. the facts. I wonder if they found what they were looking for as far as the alleged sexual assault investigation. But anyways, so uh looks like uh in these emails he has said some pretty uh some pretty wild things. In these emails, oh boy, he said a lot of stuff. Uh I'm not going to get into everything that he said, but it, from what I understand he mentioned something. We all know John Gruden's a white man, and he had some issues with uh, the NFLPA member uh, DeMaurice Smith, who is, a, who is a black man. And from what I understand, John Gruden has said, liars have rubber lips. I've never heard that quote before, but 
I'm not going to say that's not a saying that that's people. That's something that, that that might be his thing. Liars have rubber lips. And supposedly the comment he made about Demari Smith in one of the emails was he said he's got lips as big as Michelin tires or, or his lips are like Michelin tires. I think that, that was from his liars have rubber lips and he has beef with Demari Smith. So he made the comment. Now, you and I, Mike, we've talked offline about this topic and you and I have a difference of opinion as far as, you know, how how white men talk about black men. Let me hear what you have to say about that. Well, (laughs) you just we're in a time right now where the things that were said, you know, that is not something that a that a white person can say uh we don't we don't live in a time when when that can be uh when you describe the the how a, a person of color or black person looks um in a derogatory sense it is never comes off as um just you know a derogatory word it, it's it comes out as racist so this this whole fiasco of what this guy said, what Gruden said, you know, that's what we're looking at now. We're looking at, Hey, this is racist. Like we, you know, we, we, anything that, that, that you say, if you're not a black person, but I'll tell you the the same comment could be made by, I don't know. You could talk about one of your friends uh, and nobody would say anything about it. So you're saying that as a white man, you, if you and I got into an argument, serious argument, we beefed out about something and you start talking shit about me and it is a known fact that it's a known fact that I got big lips and you say something about my lips. That's considered racist. That's not just you're just angry and being a jerk. <laughs> so am I am I me talking to you or am I society uh, gauging? Our, our, our conversation, our argument, because if this is me to you, if I'm, if, uh, if you do something, we get into a heated, uh, discussion and I say something and you say something and for whatever reason, I'm super pissed and I'm like, Hey man, shut your fat head at, you know, type of thing. If it is anything that has any, you know, the stigma of, um, of what you would direct towards a person, uh, you know, towards a black person, it's immediately racist. Now, if it's behind closed doors and me and you, me and you are having this conversation. Yeah. Are you going to think that I'm being racist towards you? Nah, blast. It's just Mike being, you know, pissed off Mike. Yeah. Right. And, and that's what I, I know that we mentioned Groot and it seems like we're taking a tangent, but I'm trying to build this up so folks can understand, you know, so the listeners can can get a, a better grasp of things because we have a great dynamic here. Again, we, we know you're you're white and I'm black and we have a great friendship and we've talked about a lot of things offline, you know, a lot of important close things. So I, I trust you and, and you trust me. So what I'm trying to get at is. I understand I understand as far as needing context about it, because we all remember Dave Chappelle season one, Clayton Bigsby, right? 
You remember that Clayton Bigsby, the the yeah. black the black white supremacist. Let's not yeah. even say let, let's not even go about the part that he just happens to be black. Let's say if he's he's white and he's a KKK member, and we understand the things that he was saying. He was like, they think they're the best dancers. They stink white nose having big butt swindlers, big lip having breathing all the white man's there. Okay. You can take it from the context of the way he was speaking and the way that he was talking down about black people, that it's all, it's all racial. It's all prejudice. It's all hateful. But in the sense of we're just having an argument and I state, I state an obvious fact. Yeah. I'm pissed at you. Look at it from that context, because anyone who's seen a picture of Demora Smith, the dude that does have some, he does have got some big lips. He, he does some big ass lips. He do got some big ass lips. All right. Now what? Not, not, and you just said that. That's that would be an that's an observation. But why is it because all of a sudden twenty twenty one and you're white and you say something? And that's what I don't understand. Again, I'm not up here, Uncle Tommen or being a coon or anything like that. I'm just I'm just trying to look at it objectively. Now again, hear me out. Let's bring it all. Let's bring it all back in full circle. If you're going to get John Gruden on something, okay, for what was he using his own personal email address or was he using his ESPN company email address? From what I understand, I want to say it was his work email address, but if I'm wrong, that's subject to correction. So, okay. I know when I log in at work, whenever I use my computer, there's this big banner that we see when we log in. And maybe you've seen this as contractor or something like that in the work that you do. But basically, it's this big banner that says, in a nutshell, expect no expectation of privacy. Pretty much to let me know it's a warning banner that everything I do is being somehow recorded or logged. So basically, don't do nothing stupid or else it will come back on you. All right. So if you want to get John Gruden on something, okay, the things that he said regarding talking about someone in an unprofessional manner on company time using the company um the company computer then yeah okay you got them on those two things you using emails to send out negative things and you're being unprofessional so those are the two things yes he mentioned the you know the thing about Demory Smith he's used the f word which is a derogatory term towards uh gay people he said that about uh Commissioner Roger Goodell, he didn't like the fact that he was pressuring Jeff Fisher, who was the Rams coach at the time, to draft, quote unquote, queers. Talking about Michael Sam, who got drafted by the Rams that year, he said that the commissioner was an anti-football pussy. He even, in 2011, said that Biden was um, a pussy that didn't know anything. So... Going based off these emails, and for I understand there's a lot more stuff, but this is basically what was what was put out there. John Gruden is an old school guy who speaks his mind that comes from that sort of coaching element of yelling and being offensive and being a man's man and all that kind of stuff. Now, now I get it. Like Mike said, today's day and age, there's phones, there's cameras the technology does not allow you to say things and i don't want to sit up here and assassinate someone's character but i feel like just because these things are said they're being taken out of context and saying this person is a racist and a homophobe he just 
he's a jerk, maybe. Maybe he he just uses bad language. But when I look at it, I feel like these color commentaries on TV, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to let you have it, Mike, in a minute. These color commentaries on TV, these former pro athletes, they're being disingenuous when they want to sit up here and cry on TV and act like what John Gruden said was so horrible when they know damn well these things were said on the field and these things were probably said in that locker room 10 times worse. Your thoughts? Well, so let me ask you. Um, I, I, I'm not going to – I don't want to quote the Bible, but let he who has not sinned cast the first stone. Do we think mm. that there are other people? That, so has anyone ever said anything along the lines of what – John Gruden is being persecuted for. Has it ever happened to anyone else? Didn't, didn't you and I have a conversation? Look at Richie incognito. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when he was on, I think when he was in the dolphins, supposedly there was, was it Jonathan Martin or something like that? There was, there was a black player that the black players didn't necessarily mess with, but they like Richie Incognito. And he was basically saying, I'm more black than you, or I'm an honorary N word. I don't know. I'm not trying to quote him. So don't take what I'm saying out of context that I was quoting him, but there was something along the lines of, he said that, and we all know Richie Incognito's resume. He's been in the NFL for a long time. He has that same sort of, John Gruden kind of, you know, toxic male kind of makeup where he where he says things and he says what he wants and he's a man's man and all that kind of stuff. He's still playing. He is definitely still playing. No one's coming for him. No one's trying to cancel him for that that stuff. And that happened years ago I, as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they tried to to uh to accuse him. Wasn't the wasn't the the guy that he uh was it wasn't that guy gay too? I don't know. I can't remember. I don't think so. Hmm. But but I I don't know. These are just the things that that I want to to bring to light because it just seems very hypocritical of all these former players and Maybe maybe they're handcuffed by their network. Maybe the network has sent out messages, hey, you former players, I don't care what you feel, do not come out supporting this John Gruden stuff, whether you like it or not, because we don't need that heat from cancel culture because cancel culture just has everybody freaking scared. And who's who's at, who's at the forefront of cancel culture? LBGTQ and, and BLM. And like if you dare go against anything that they stand for they're, they're coming for you now personally me i got no i got no beef with gay people i got no problem with gay people i know some very cool um gay people men men and women and i treat them with respect as long as they treat me with respect and if they don't treat me with respect that doesn't mean i'm gonna go right to saying nasty names about them i'm a lot older now i'm 41 now, when I was a lot younger, yeah, I remember saying the, the the F word and saying things were gay. But again, taking it in context, <laughs> I wasn't exactly talking about a gay person, so to speak. But, you know, that's just being young and dumb and not really understanding about things, offending people. And then today, again, 
things are brought more to light and everyone is is sort of just, you know, pulling up old stuff and throwing it out there. I mean, we saw what happened to Kevin Hart when he had some some tweets from back in like 2010, 2011. He's addressed it. He's apologized for it. He said he's a different person now. And they still took away the Oscars from him. It's like, who are these people that are holding on to this old dirt so the minute you get a chance to get some shine, they throw that dirt right at you. Like, who who are these people that are doing this? Oh, Man, Kevin Hart's so, hosting the Oscars. He said he said something against gay people in 2011. Well, no, can't let him so, do it. He needs to apologize. And he, I'm so glad that he did not apologize again. He said, look, I addressed it. I apologized already. People change. If you can't get over that, and then he just decided not to host. I'm so glad he didn't. he didn't capitulate. So my my thing is is now it's it's at the point where any time, um, I don't know what you would call it, but it's any time that someone is going to be uh, brought front and center for something, whether it be a, uh, a hosting an award show, uh, putting out an album, uh, running for a political party, the first thing people do is start digging through internet history, right? And you got right. people who make a living. I'm just digging up internet history on people. Like, let me go find something about this person. And that's one of, one of the reasons why, I mean, you and I have had this discussion. We've talked about this before. That's one of the reasons why I will never, under any circumstances, talk about my government, your government, Joe's government. I'm a little bit more private than that because you got people that are, that they're, that their main focus is to hear what you said and let's go find him. Let's go find that dude on the internet. Let's let all the world know. It's toxic. Mm. It's toxic. So now we're looking at we're coming at we're coming at John Gruden, right? For what he said. But have have we or will we ever find out in the conspiracy theory, the the rabbit hole tunnel that we can go down, we can look at and say, is this because of his contract extension? Is it because mm. they want to get their money back? Are they not happy with him and they want to get their money back for it? Do you keep, do, as a company, do you put aces in the hole? Do you use something so damning that you end a person's complete career just to save a buck here and there? It cannot be. It cannot be. It cannot be solely because of this man's contract. Cannot be. It, it cannot be. I mean, I will I will refuse to believe that it has anything to do with the fact that they agreed to pay this man that. Now, they don't want that. And someone in the front office said, you know what? Get these emails brought in here. Let's leak them. Let's get this man canceled by culture. And then we don't have to pay him his contract. Do well, you think that they put in contracts? Do you think they put in contracts that uh, dear election of duty or or uh, if your social media uh, credit is bad, that we don't have to pay you the money that we decided that you signed a contract for? Do you think that's in their contracts? Well, I'm sure they're, depending on the type of, depending on the person, there are probably clauses that say, you know, if you conduct unbecoming where you represent the team 24-7, you represent the Shield 24-7. If you, oh, do, any, if you, you do anything that looks that's frowned upon it looks that's bad. 2011 you know, and 2018 true 
True, but that's why he resigned. It's kind of like, from what I, from what I understand, uh, I was watching Undisputed with uh, Shannon Sharp and, uh, and uh, Skip Bayless. I was watching it for a few minutes, and they mentioned that supposedly Mark Davis had these emails and still let him, you know, coach the team. I don't know, man. But I don't want to spend too much time on this because we have spent a lot of time on it. Let's. I, I want to move on to the other topics that we're going to get to that have to do with this. But I will say this, <laughs> and, I, and I have to ask because I don't put anything past nobody. Could it just be that when they're sifting through these emails? Because I doubt it's just one person going click, open the email, and then read it. They probably have some type of formula. Where maybe they're looking for uh, keywords. I, I don't know. I, I can't. Oh, I'm, I can't I'm sure they I'm can. I'm sure they can. They can search the person they can query words. So my question is: the person that actually ran up on John Gruden's emails, and when they saw, okay, this is from 2011. Oh, he said Biden is a pussy. Hmm. We can use that. Let's uh, let's you know, just is what is this? I I gotta think, man. That like the person who found these emails didn't maybe just say, okay, this stuff is old. There's no point to bring it up, or well, you know, he said something bad about our current president because in 2011 he wasn't he wasn't president. Suppose I mean that's what the article said that he stated he made this statement in the email in 2011 where he you know called called Biden a pussy or whatever. So a Biden supporter is canceling John (laughs) Gruden. Hey. We we've seen it in social media, in Twitter, in uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube. You you say you say bad things about this current administration, and they cancel your account. TikTok. We we've seen it. So I'm just saying I can't put it past someone that hey, it just so happens that the person that was doing his research probably was a Biden supporter and um, either sympathetic or part of LBG. What did they gain? Whatever. What did they? What did they stand to gain by bringing that information out? To get somebody in trouble. That's so. What do they? What do they benefit? Is 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 like the? You know, nobody does anything. Nobody does anything. Breeds, bro. Without, without the the medal for what they've done. I mean, do you go to work for free? It's a It's it's a victory for. Whatever. That's what the cancel culture breeds. You wrote something, said something. I don't care how long it was ago, but I got to hear fact that you offended something that I stand for or something that I'm sympathetic to. I'm going to get your ass. I'm going to get you in trouble. And yeah, but that maybe, person doesn't want to be like, hey, it was me. I was the one who was butt hurt. I'm the one who cried and I wanted to get it out there and get that man canceled. Like, you don't nah, like that's you don't, not gonna happen. Yeah. OK. No, but. But anyways, that I just wanted to put that out there because I I had to I have to ask that question. All right, so check this out. Let, let's kind of segue to a little bit of background of this. Now, Mike, did you play sports at all growing up? Uh, not in like school or anything, but I played you know backyard backyard sports. Okay, Na- I played, neighborhood kids and shit like that. Okay, I, I played in middle school and I played basketball in middle school and um, I wanted to play in high school, but Grades weren't right. However, I did work out with the team a lot, and uh, I played a lot with the team and was around the coaching staff. Let me tell you, for for our listeners, and I, and I tweeted this earlier. Um, what was the tweet that I that I had? Let me bring that up so I can read it verbatim here. All right. So my tweet was: If you've ever played sports, 
been around coaches and in a locker room, you would understand. Meaning you would understand. You would just have an understanding. It's very hard to explain, but you would have an understanding. It ain't all politically correct and Bible study behind those doors. The things that are said. That's why they say the locker room is sacred. So y'all need to pump the brakes on this outrage. The reason why I say that is because it's, again, it's very hard to explain. And this is where I'm trying to, I guess, walk that line of, I don't condone necessarily in the way that Gruden said those things in such an unprofessional manner, but I'm also trying to help folks understand that sort of just that, that male sports culture. It's some people say it's toxic. Some people say it's just men being men. All right. Um, I don't want to say that that's just men being men to just completely be unprofessional and talk about people. He has, I guess you could say jerk tendencies, but I'm not going to go as far as to say he's, he's a racist or anything like that. The fact that he just talked about a person's lips that just happened to be black and the dude actually does have big lips and he wasn't saying it in the sense of talking about his lips, he was saying, I, I told you the rubber comments already, so I'm not going to rehash that. So being in locker rooms, and I remember this, my coach, right? This is back in middle school when we used to be doing our drills and practice. Sometimes we have females in the gym. Either they were just there, they were part of the women's basketball team, or they were taking notes on something or whatever, you know, but they were there. And like, we would be messing up in practice. And the coach would be like, Ladies, I need y'all to leave. And then, you know, of course, the player's like, oh, shit, he's about to give it to us. And then he would start talking about, you motherfuckers, he's cursing us out, right? You know, saying saying derogatory terms that if you were to print what he said, oh, my God, the coach said pussy and he said this, he, he would be fired. Like, you know, the, the things he said. But it's not like that. It's it's a coach. I, so... I, <laughs> That's what I'm trying to help people to understand. And that was in middle school. All right. He's trying to, he doesn't take much in middle school to care just to, as a coach to scare a middle school kid. All right. Now we talking about the NFL. We talking about grown, grown men. men. All right. I've always said, you gotta be a little, you gotta be a little crazy to play football because these dudes are bigger, stronger, faster. The hits are way more violent. Look at the whole, you know, concussion protocol. And they've had to redesign helmets because the CTE and, and just stuff is crazy, right? So these athletes are phenomenal athletes, the best in the world. This is the most violent game. And I've always said, you got to be a little crazy to play football. So if you're going to coach, you got to be a little crazy to be coach these dudes. You know what I'm saying? And you got to be a little wild. Now, I get it. As a grown man, you can't just have some dude run at you and cursing at you and stuff like that. Not all men need motivation that way. I've heard this a lot from former players. You know, some players are like, hey, you don't have to do all that negative reinforcement for me to get me going. Like, I'm good. Like, you know, be respectful. You don't have to curse me and things like that. So I, I understand. But for the most part, football, the the way it's driven, the way the fans are, the way the players are, it it hits hard. And in that sense, you have to have some type of wildness in you. You have to have a coach that's going to go out there and say the things that he needs to say to get his team ready to go. 
what are your thoughts? Well, I'm on board with you. Um, it, the it, it's a completely different thing, um, but it's a completely different time from when you and I were were younger and the, and we played sports like that. I mean, even right. when we talk to our friends, even in the positions of leadership, uh, whether you were a team lead, even if I mean for work stuff, from sports stuff to whatever have you, hell, playing Xbox. You know, you're leading your team and something right. happens where, you know, somebody, uh, I wouldn't call it negative reinforcement. It's just you getting on their ass. You know, right. somebody does something that they're not supposed to be doing. You know, you get on to them. You know, we're, we're all trying to reach this common goal. But I mean, you know, what do you do when you see where we're going? I mean, our society and this is not, you know society or whatever it is but this is the path that we're headed we're moving into a uh a flashlight police mentality where you know the cop is is chasing the crook and the cop's waving his finger going no don't you do that how dare the the cop use force how dare the coach use force to to try to you know, get everybody to get on the same page. I mean, nobody goes and plays sports and goes, I'm glad Johnny missed the, the pass and, and Jimmy missed the catch. Oh, well, better luck right. next time, guys. Right. Man, that's not how it goes. No, no. And, and no point in history, I guess maybe now today, but in no point in history was it ever played that way. Right. It was, it was GDs and MFs and, you know, you messed up. It was the whole team is running is running yard drills and 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 doing burpees and mad because the one guy messed up. And that that mentality is not to make that one guy uh, uh, victimed. It's to get him to to perform at the same level of his teammates. Right. Well. We don't have that anymore, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, and not, I'm thinking about it, right? Like, I remember when John Gruden was was coaching the Raiders back in the day and when he was coaching in Tampa Bay. And the John Grudens, the Bill Cowers, you know, those kind of coaches, those very animated, passionate coaches, when it's like, you know, you we can't hear them, but we've seen the shots of them on the sideline, like yelling, getting in their players' asses, you know, cursing them out. And it's like, ooh. You could just so it's like it's almost like I remember seeing those images, those videos, and it's like I'm not surprised that what was said in these emails. Like I'm not in those NFL locker rooms, but I can see the dude is intense, and he's dropping some f bombs and some GDs and and all that stuff, and probably a lot more, and the the, the players too. So that's why, and and we've in sort of in this transition now where. Um, it's not so much old school coaches and this new millennial type of of athletes, you know, who are more of a brand, who who speak out more, who are more empowered, right? So it, it's just like everybody, every coach can't be Tony Dungy. Speaking of cancel culture, I guess they're coming after him now. One of the most wholesome, nicest coaches. He's uh, also a... a a, a Christian and, and a believer. 
And they're coming after him because he defended John Gruden. I wouldn't say he defended him, but basically his standpoint was John Gruden said some things. John Gruden apologized about those things. We should move on because this is the NFL, the land of second chances. There's players who've done things and gotten, you know, they've broken laws. There's actually, I think Dante Stallworth, didn't he actually kill somebody in the DUI? And he still somehow came back and was able to play. I'm, I, I may be getting my names mixed up, but there was a former player. He doesn't play now, but he actually killed someone in an incident where he was driving drunk. Still got a chance to play. I'm not going to even compare the whole Mike Vick thing, but he he was able to come back and be redeemed. Now, of course, Mike Vick, he broke laws, okay? So we're not going to even get into all the, the dog stuff. He broke laws, lost millions, lost years on his prime career, came back, was able to redeem himself, okay? John Gruden didn't break any laws, did he? Okay, maybe he broke some policy, some some conduct policy for a company. He was unprofessional, and he used company email to send off some things allegedly. Uh, but other than that, what what else what, what else did he do? Oh, uh, it, it's all sub- subjective now, how people are punished. So that's what I'm trying to get at. You know, it's <clears throat> it's just ridiculous, bro. It's you know the. Why? Why is is why is John Gruden canceled? Because he's racist, right? That's what we're saying. That's what that's what society is telling us that John Gruden is canceled because he's racist. I'm going to tell you and, something right now. I'm going to tell homophobic. you something. And homophobic. They're saying that he's homophobic because and, of the words homophobic. that he used. Okay, so I'm going to tell you something right now. Mm-hmm. In in no in in no world that anyone who is racist has ever been in. Has someone been racist towards a person and allowed themselves to breathe the same air of the person that they're supposedly racist towards? Okay. Let me say that again. In no sense does a person who is really racist ever allow themselves to be around a person who they feel is less than them. Because of their color. Oh, yeah. If, if, if John Gruden was racist, he would not work with. How many black athletes are in the in the. In the NFL. They said something like 60 percent or, or on something that 50, like that. On that 73 70. man roster, the only white dudes is probably the quarterback and the kicker. It's quarterback Ooh, and the kicker. You, was that, you was might that racist? get it. Was that you racist? What I just a, said. Uh, <laughs> you might get a rogue uh, wide receiver, well, the, the such players. as such the, as Cole, the, Cole Beasley the, or somebody the, like that. The openly gay player, he's white, also on the Raiders. The center, the center might be white. Yeah, but I get what you're saying. The, the usually the percentages of the black athletes towards the white athletes. It's it, you mean it's to like tell 80, me 80, 20. You mean to tell me that if you were really a racist. You gonna be up in here, kumbaya, standing side by side, shoulder to shoulder, with with somebody who you think is less than you, and you gonna be playing football with him, and you're like, oh well, uh, really, I hate your guts because you, you're black and and you this that, but uh, yeah, you can you can push this line with me. No, 
No. You're a real racist. They ain't going to do that. Yeah, They're going to say, you ain't breathing the air that I'm in. So I'm not playing no football next to no, you know, and then yeah, dropping this- words like ends and colors and stuff like that. No, they're not doing that. This new wokeism campaign, it's not even it, it's not even real civil rights, man. That's why, like, I look at it like, man, this, this ain't no real civil rights. Like, the folks that really fought for our civil rights, the folks that were getting <laughs> hosed down because they were peace, that was real peaceful protesting. And they got hit with water hoses, and they got the dog sicked on them, and they got beat up, and they got put in jail. That was real police brutality. Not saying that it all doesn't exist, it's all gone. But that was, like, for real overt police brutality, for real racism. The white folks back in those days, they wouldn't have nothing to do with the black person. A real white racist who thinks that they are the superior race will not help anyone that would they not, feel is less would, than fact, them. Fact, fact. Would not if, let them in their house, if, would not let them in their, their presence. I'm trying so to put myself are, in the shoes of a white man that's racist. And here, I'm like, I'm not helping none of these none of these fools get on. I'm not helping you earn one dollar. No, I would not take no, this job. No, you're right. You know what they're trying to do? How can I run this person off? How can I get this man fired? How do I get this man off my team playing for me? If I'm a white coach that's racist, my squad is going to look like BYU. Yeah. Exactly. But you know what? You can't tell nobody this shit. You can't tell nobody that. You can't tell nobody that. Hey, what about what about it? Let me ask you a question. What about a white person? What about a white man who has spent his whole life around a bunch of black people? So the insults and the, the, the dogging and the dissing and the snaps that he's ever heard have all come from black folks. So when he starts trying to drop, you know, getting his cracks in about somebody doing something. These are the words that he uses. He's, it's part of the culture. We've seen that today. It's not a white person, but I, I've said this before. What's the rapper? Danny, D- Daniel Hernandez, or we know him as six, nine. He's not black. And, but he's what is he like? That's what I'm saying. Y'all, they 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 come after one person, but then they don't come after another person. I'm just saying, based on the based on the well, rules of cancel culture, how many times has he dropped it in word? Well, they they're trying black. to cancel. They're trying to cancel him now because they, of course, they called him a rat and all this stuff. But he's a rat because he snitched on whatever his situation. We don't have to go down that path, but he's a rat because somebody else was doing him dirty, and he came out and and got yeah. back at them. You know what I'm saying? So we got the yeah. same situation with, with Gruden. He hurt somebody's feelings, so they coming back. You know, this is how he's going to come back and get them. And, again, if you – the way it's seen is it's it's always these – now it's always this. There, there's no room for the middle ground. There's no room to respectfully disagree. It's either you're with me or you're against me. If you don't condemn what this person said, then that means you condone them. So if you condone them, I can't. I got to cancel you. You know, that's that's the way that the, this the, this sort of leftist cancel culture mentality has evolved. And it came from basically just, you know, the um, what was it? Just it being allowed to happen. They're going around tearing down historical monuments because somebody owned some slaves back in the day. Look, history is history. You can't change it by taking down 
a statue. All right. We, they, they want to take Aunt Jemima off the freaking syrup because they're saying what she represents. What she represents was a damn strong ass black woman to me in my eyes. And that was some damn good syrup. Now they want to change the name. They take Uncle Ben off the rice. Like it's just becoming now, if you get enough people to want to cancel something, it just happens. They're trying to take Dave Chappelle off of Netflix, which I believe Netflix CEO said that's not going to happen because of course it's generating too much bread for them. But the people that want to cancel Dave Chappelle saying he makes transphobic comments, did they even watch the special? I watched it. Personally, thought it was all right. It was better than the last one, but it wasn't that. It had its funny moments, but it just didn't. It wasn't all that. Anyways, but the story about his his transgender friend, the person that he met in San Francisco that he became friends with, all right? And he had her, she was, it was, trans, it was a transgender female. He had her open for his show. She bombed, but she stayed there. She was talking with him during his show. Someone made a comment and then she said something back and she won the crowd. Afterwards in the green room, He she was working the room and she was very funny. And he said she could open up for him anytime and he would help her work on her craft. So Dave said he doesn't really mess with Twitter because he says Twitter is in real life, which is very true. And supposedly they were dragging him and this transgender female friend of his, she defended him and then they bullied her for like five, six days. And then she committed suicide. That was his story that he told with with some funny points towards the end of it. But he talked about this relationship that he cultivated with the transgender woman and how still they want to cancel him for even like pouring his kind of heart out and saying this on stage. And it's just funny. I'm like, did y'all, it's, it's like these people who freaking get these articles and get triggered and share it. Did you actually read the article? Did you see what was in it? Did you see if it was satire or did you see if it was real? What was the contents of it? Just people are just so quick to get offended and want to react and, and gain sympathy with, without even really taking in the context of something. It's, it's, my favorite word, ridiculous. Uh, it, you know, back in the day, we had a. The thing was butt hurt. Why oh, they so say that out here. I never so heard that until I came out here to the West Coast. Butt hurt. What, what are you talking about? Why are you so <laughs> butt hurt? Yeah, that's a West Coast thing, man. Yeah. Why are you so butt? We said it in the South. Why are you so butt hurt over, over that? Say and like that's major, where we at. That's, major pain, that's, sensitive. That's where we at right now. <laughs> we got people that are so butthurt over stuff. And yeah. and it's like I said earlier, people make it their life's goal to cancel you. Yeah. That's true. And what have we what have we come to where all I want to do is just look up and find dirt on people and wait for them to get some shine so I can start. You know, or wait for them to say something I don't like and then come come at them with with all this stuff. It's we used to say that stuff for just politics. You know, we knew election year, all the dirt's going to get dug up and slung around. But now it's just gotten into it's just festered into everything else. And I I hate it, man. It's it's sad. But OK, so moving on from, you know, the, 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 the we're going to tie this sort of tie this into the emasculation of men and how the role of men 
over like the, I don't know, the last 20 years or so, it just seems like the role of men have been just, it, I don't know if it got to a point where being a man's man was, was too much or being men was too much. And as a man, as someone who, who sees this happening, I, I think it's been the, the push for gender equality that has sort of turned this, you know, f- sort of flipped on its head, where it's like the push for women to constantly keep on having the seat, an equal seat at the table. You know, I can do, I can do it too. I can do it too. Strong women, I can do it too. We've sort of lost the roles, traditional gender roles. And if you get offended by that, I'm sorry, then this show is just not for you because that's just something that, that I believe in myself as far as traditional gender roles. Men, there's things that men, biological men, men can do that women can't, that men are supposed to do. Just like there's things that women can do that men can't, that women are supposed to do. Okay? So let's just get that, let's just clear that air right now. But in certain ways, yes, in certain job markets, I understand about women being underpaid. I have no problem with that fight. That's not really what I'm talking about here. I'm just saying as a man, looking at how men are just sort of being pushed out of the picture with so many things when it comes to childbirth, right? We're, we're, we're seeing that you don't, you don't need a man for that. You know, the, the, the stigmatism of women in relationships with other women, you don't, you don't need a man for that or a man for that. What else is it that we're seeing? Just the role of men just being more softer. And in 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 the rise of uh gender equality for women, the the sensitive man, right? You know, it, I I have made this comment uh before and I, I I preface this with um it doesn't it's not just the emasculation of men. I find um in leftist or woke culture it's it's to me it's the emasculation of the black man mm. yeah I, I see it more so Very true for black men than than there are other men and it and and as a white man i am bothered by it because there's nothing wrong with a black man who's my equivalent who is who is not emasculated yeah but 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 if if society is pushing to emasculate men and their their starting target is black men well you you're assassinating black men you're assassinating and I don't mean to make this about race but it's it's what's happening mm. it's it's like let's start with the black man. And everything else will fall right in. All the dominoes, all the pieces will fall into place. Now, this is where, this is where I want to say, when you say something is systemic, this is where it kind of, I would say, can catch, can catch good a good fire, right? Because there's something to what you what you are saying in a way. I don't want to start going they 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 and. This is why, you know, black men can't get nothing because they holding us down. I'm, I'm not trying to go that route, but I do feel that 
there is something that does not want black folks to organize and well i would stereotypes I, I, if you get what i'm saying like it's a dangerous thing a uh, um, uh, okay if the negative wasn't happening and it was more positive and actually black men stood up and did what they were supposed to do it hey there the, there would be some folks that would not like it that's that's all i can say and that's that's as far as i'm going to take it for right now cuz that's another subject for another day but I do agree with you about the emasculation of black men because look at BLM, right? They're supposed to be Black Lives Matter, and they come out the woodworks every time a black person is killed by police. Usually, it's a white police officer shooting a black male suspect. There have been times when it was females, but and BLM comes out for that. But usually, most of the time, it's when black males killed by a white cop. BLM's there. It's racist. It's racist. Y'all scared of black man, black man, black man. They say this, but then when you go on their website, it's these. If you went, if you went on the BLM website and read their manifesto, their mission statement, it doesn't say a damn thing about the upliftment of black men. It talks about LGBTQ a lot because, of course, the founders of BLM are are, are a couple are a couple gay ladies, and they said they're trained Marxists. They they want to disrupt the nuclear family. What is disrupt the nuclear family? Remove the male out of the picture, right? Remove the black male out of the picture. They talk about uplifting gay men, you know, equal rights for gay people, but you don't see anything about like, okay, BLM, y'all supposed to be for Black Lives Matter, but where is the upliftment of black men? So, so check it out. I made this comment to my wife. Right, yeah. Name a TV show that has positive, and I, you know what? If any any of the listeners want to do some research and point this out to me, I'm I'm I love to get corrected. Show me a black TV show being recorded right now, where there's not a gay black man as a supporting role. I wouldn't be able to answer that question no way, man. Because I don't really none. watch TV like that. There ain't none. There ain't none. The yeah, new shows you that's turn. coming out, the new the new shows that's coming out by by Gary Daniels, the new shows that are coming out out by Tyler Perry, these new shows that are coming out that are being introduced by Fox, NBC, whatever have you. We have to have that iconical, that token gay black man. And he's not gay in a sense where, hey, listen, I, I'm like you guys. I like football. I like to drink beer. I just am attracted to men. No, it's the ones that are wearing press-on nails, getting their hair done with, with a perm. You know what I mean? Right. Just the, the flamboyancy. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not trying to judge that. It's just... It, we don't have TV shows that shows a positive black male. And I don't think you meant to go down this path. I know, but I'm just saying it's toxic that we don't have. We're talking about the emasculation of men. We don't have shows out there as a, as a, as a white man with a biracial son. Who am I supposed to let him watch on TV 
that's a positive role model that looks like him. That's a good question, man. Who am I supposed to? Question. Who am I supposed to do that to? I mean, son, you ain't you ain't white, and you ain't you ain't all the way black. But I want you to see positive role models in both both of where you come from. He's gonna have to get that. But there ain't no TV shows I got to <laughs> ain't no ain't nothing I got to show him. Yeah, there ain't no Cosby show, there ain't no a different world. There ain't well, both of those was Cosby anyways, but um I can't think of them when I was younger, but man, yeah, the shows like uh I don't wanna say a Jeffersons because I was a little more comical, but like good times. Um the father yeah, but, was a hard but, hard worker who took care of his family. I mean, I can remember seeing a lot more shows. Family that matters. Had, that had positivity. Yeah. Family matters. That had positivity all there was the way a message. around. Yeah. There was a message in it. You know, and it wasn't all sex and drugs and violence and dope dealing and all this stuff. Where are those mm-hmm. shows at? Uh, Who is the hey. person sitting behind the, the, the TV, behind the channel? Behind the remote saying, let's order more shows pandering and showing the emasculation of black men. Well, you know, let's they, further they put these brothers in dresses now. They put these brothers in dresses. Look at the new Cinderella no, movie. You know what? They got but homeboy you know in a dress being a fairy god, whatever he is. <laughs> but you know what? I'll guarantee you that if they ask that dude, hey, listen, you're going to play this role. What do you want to wear? It would be his idea to wear a dress. Yeah. He's that dude that always wears a dress. That's his that's his thing. That's how you know him. So of course he's gonna he's gonna wear a dress. And hey, listen, man, I just wanna sucks. press I just wanna say this, because I don't want anybody hating me. Whether you hate me or not, that's fine. But I don't want anybody. I'm not saying that I have such a big problem with with gay men or gay black men, gay white men, gay Asian men, I don't I don't give a shit. All I'm saying is why we don't have shows that ain't got no gay men in them. Well, I'm not into the uh TV stuff or behind the scenes, but there was something that came out as far as wanting to get more representation across the board. But it's like if you want your, I believe if you, if you want your movie to be um, eligible to get nominated for, I want to say Oscar, is that the movies? An Oscar? Yeah. At Best Picture or something like that, it has to meet certain criteria, and it has to be more inclusive, and there has to be a member of the LGBT community in that in order in that to movie. nominate yeah, it. for for it to be nominated. So it's like, okay, you know, it's just it's just very um. It's just it's just very weird weird to see, and, and I know we gotta wrap wrap this up soon, but it's like uh, like for instance, there was this movie uh, Moonlight. I to this day I've never seen it. When it I've first came out, it. I've seen the ad for or the the poster right. for it, but I've never seen it either. When it first came out, I didn't know what it was about, and I was like, oh, what is this? I, I might have to check it out. And I saw the trailer, and I was just hmm. I don't know what this is. So I cheated. I went to Wiki and I read the plot summary and I was like, nah, I'm not going to see this movie. And what I, what would I, and you know what? It, it could have been, it, it may have very well been a good movie, right? Just not something that I want to see. 
as as a man, as as a black male, to see a movie about two dudes having a relationship. Like that's just that's not my thing. And 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 that's okay. It's not for me. That doesn't mean that I hate gay people or I dislike them. I like I said, I know gay people. And and they're perfectly fine. They stay in their lane. They know what's for them, and I know what's for me. But it is kind of sad to see, like, for instance, when you you see these movies that are like these period pieces of like, you know, back when they used to wear the white wigs and the cloth, the, the prince blouses and all that stuff. And these movies win the awards and it's like, oh, the acting is riveting. And, you know, white, white people get that on get that on lock in these period pieces or these movies where it's such phenomenal acting. And it's like not that many black people in it. But then when I hear this movie Moonlight, oh, you should go see this. It's a good movie. Uh, why is it always that when it's a good movie for for black people to have phenomenal acting, they have to be playing some type of stereotypical role? They have to be either a, in order for them to be a great actor, they have to be a criminal, drug dealer, gay, trans, whatever, or they have to be a you know a bad cop or something. But it's 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 rare to see just a stand up responsible black man having a good movie and getting a lot of push behind it. So that's my piece right there. And, and that's where I'm going that, to, that, that's where I'm going to leave it at. Cause we can definitely go into that topic even more. I'll let you close out Mike. Yeah. So we, we've talked about some heavy things today. Um, not everyone is ever going to agree with everything that we've said. Um, Sometimes you and I aren't going to agree with everything we've said, but at the end of the day, the point here is, is to bring some, bring some objective thought to your one way, your one minded, your, your, your one path thinking. Right. And, and nothing that, that is going to happen over, you know, overnight, people are going to start changing, but you know, we hope to, to, change one person's mind at least get them thinking in the in the other path right. in, in not the other changing your mind just to just, just to ask questions yeah just matter of fact you're right not to change your mind but to open your mind to the possibility yeah you know cancel culture wokeism um however you want to address any of that stuff that stuff is is we're just now scratching the surface of that at yep. what point do, do we get in, in life where, where, oh shit, that's, we went too far. We went too far with canceling. We went too far with woke. We went too far with it. When do we we're get all, to that point? We're already starting to see somewhat of a clashing now, not necessarily cancel culture, but we're seeing um, BLM versus the vaccine mandates. Um, so it's, there's these little, these little, I call them government babies (laughs) are going to start fighting pretty soon. So the, or, or we've seen, um, where the feminists, you know, all for women's rights and then yet, oh yeah, this trans man, he's a woman. Yeah. He's, he says he's a woman. He's a woman. But now this trans man is whooping y'all ass in wrestling or he's whooping y'all ass in track and field. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So we're. We're definitely seeing, you know, this. I don't want to spark up another conversation, but we're we're see we're starting to see the effects of all these different 
you know, agenda pushes. They're going to start pushing up against each other. And we're going to sit back and just watch it burn down, man. Yeah, that's definitely, definitely going to happen. I just hope that I'm far enough away that I can enjoy it. Um, some marshmallows. <laughs> with, with some marshmallows. Right. And uh, maybe having a conversation with John Gruden. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, look, thank you all for um, sticking with us on the show. I know that, you know, we uh, we took some tangents. We went off topic, but that's how it happens sometimes. We're still new at this, this, whole, this whole thing. So we're going to get our game down pat, and it's going to sound a lot more smoother as we keep on doing this. But for those of you that stayed in, that listened, your troopers, thank you. Make sure that you um, share the show on Twitter at the show J Mike. All right. Follow the uh, Twitter account. Stay abreast. Send us messages, comments, concerns, complaints. Just, you know, thank you for supporting us. And I really mean that. We're not getting paid for this. We're not. We don't we don't make any money off this. And um, we both you know, are our husbands and dads, and we're taking this time away from our family to be able to sit down and talk about things that we want to talk about. And as we mentioned before, just hopefully, if we can just get one person to just kind of sit back and look at their way of thought and think maybe there's a different way or just to ask questions, that's all we ask for. And, and if you hate us, you hate us. If you love us, you love us. Again, we don't mean no direct disrespect, no harm, nothing like that to nobody. We we love everyone. So please don't don't leave this being being butthurt. <laughs> yeah. Right? Do not get butthurt. This will this is just some people talking and we encourage you to, you know, come and open our minds. So yeah, you know, for sure. it can't can't, uh, can't be one way. So All right. All right, Jay. Well, I appreciate you uh taking the time with me today. And, um, man, I can't wait to get to the next episode. You know, we, we, we got to start churning these things out. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Well, yeah, Mike, I appreciate you, brother. And, um, you going ahead and have yourself a good night. All right. You be safe around there. You too, bro. All right, bro. Later. Bye. It's done. It's over now. Y'all, y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? Have a nice day. Don't forget. Time waits for no man. Thank <laughs> you.